With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. This is Geraldo Rivera reporting Roadkill, my political podcast, The View of a Moderate from the Middle of the Road. Before I get into The View of a Moderate from the Middle of the Road, I'm on the side of the road of Fifth Avenue, looking down from 20 stories high, looking down at Fifth Avenue in New York, where I'm uh, broadcasting. I'm here in New York doing The Five today. Uh, traffic is extremely light. I give you a traffic report here. The weather extremely pleasant, uh, but as in Cleveland, that is uh, that is changing. It is after all February. February is when it gets uh, real tough to live in Cleveland. But this is the era of mask ending. You see how all these Democratic governors are ending mask mandates in their uh, in their communities. I think they're doing it for political reasons as much as for uh, uh, public health reasons. They're conscious of these midterms looming that make the uh, uh, put the Democrats in ter- terrific peril. Uh, but the, so they're ending mask mandates. What that what's going to happen? I think within weeks uh, uh, it'll be the masks will be relics of the. Uh, a government that was frantically trying to keep people safe. Maybe the masks worked. Maybe they didn't work. Uh, the point I want to make on the five and elsewhere is that the people who are advocating these mandates are not bad people. Uh, but it has caused tremendous conflict, as you know, with that freedom convoy uh, uh, messing up uh, cross-border trade with Canada and a lot of other other a lot other other problems associated with it. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, so from the five yesterday and uh, and and some the discussion I've had with my colleagues since uh, here is Roadkill. Roadkill with Geraldo Rivera. Here in New York, it's slightly more pleasant today, but the same fate awaits the Big Apple as uh, as it does Cleveland. Colder weather uh, for Valentine's Day, which is kind of too bad. But uh, Super Bowl weekend, are you getting all ready? We're going to have a, a couple of events at the house. What are you going to do, Rob? Are you going to work? No, uh, no, actually, no. This is uh, how, how most people want Christmas and New Year's off. I get the Super Bowl off. No, well, uh, I'll be sitting back enjoying a pretty good game. I actually like it because I don't really have a vested root uh, interest in really any team so i'll just be uh yeah who's cleveland rooting for that's uh, a good question well the, well you got odell beckham jr on one side of the ball and then you got the other ohio team that's stealing all of the browns thunder right now on the other side of the ball so i think i'm reasonably sure they're rooting for sofi stadium just to fall into the pacific oh, this Ocean. is uh are you talking about the parma panthers or the uh the uh the, the shaker heights uh cruisers uh <laughs> yeah the other ohio team I yes just, uh, the, the other team ohio. without a name <laughs> yeah basically here and uh yeah so i i think they're rooting for uh either a blackout a a, a reason why the game can't be played <laughs> something along that line I th- but for me it's yeah it's it, both teams are going to be fun to watch i think the game's going to be good so that's all i can ask for the uh interesting uh well i talked about the five yesterday and how conflicted people are about the ending of mask mandates and the ending of vaccine mandates and the beginning, hopefully, of a post-pandemic era. Uh, so I, 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 
I'll be, you know, referring during the program to some of the conversation we had on the five on Fox News yesterday. Uh, but there was a letter in today's New York Times that I, I thought bore uh, reading to you all. I think that we can uh, we'll start the show there. Araldo in Cleveland on this Friday, February 11th, uh, just a couple of days from Valentine's Day. Uh, did you? I was surprised that the average American family spends $250 on Valentine's Day. Did you know that? That's a lot of money. Really? I, I, uh, $250. That sounds like more like uh, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, birthday, something along that line. But And it's a lot more than a box of chocolates. I was going to say, I mean, I guess it costs 250 bucks to grease the skids with the significant other. I think that's, uh, yeah. a, a, that's the going rate. <laughs> Which is a very uh, uh, a high priority uh, goal to have greasing the skids with this significant. Okay, but I want to read this letter from uh, from uh, Noreen Goldman of Princeton, New Jersey. She's a, uh, a professor of demography and public affairs at Princeton. Uh, the United States has had a higher vaccine refusal rate and a greater prevalence of chronic conditions that increase the risk of COVID fatality than other nations. Even before the pandemic, the U.S. had considerably lower life expectancy than our peer countries. I mean, that's a, that's a big sentence. I remember when I was growing up, we always were very uh, uh, swaggering about the fact that our life expectancy uh, was longer than other, other nations, no longer. Uh, now we're, uh, we're in the top 10, but, but not close to the top. Uh, there are additional differences that underlie the exceptional COVID mortality, people dying of COVID in the United States. Uh, number one, poor coordination of mitigation efforts at the national level. Clearly, the, uh, the Trump administration and later and more principally the Biden administration totally blew that in terms of projecting competence in uh, the response to, uh, uh, to COVID. So poor coordination of mitigation efforts at the national level, weak public health infrastructure. Uh, you know, in Cleveland, we have a great public health infrastructure. Uh, and Cuyahoga, I think, uh, has fared pretty well. But there's, uh, so, there has been so much pressure on our, and our hospital institutions and uh, beds and so forth that maybe we have to make some uh, adjustments in the wake of uh, this experience we've all been through. And again, I'm talking more, more or less past tense uh, because I think this thing is almost over. A strong political divisions with influential individuals scornful of mitigation efforts and science. To me, that is the biggest thing. Strong political divisions with influential individuals scornful of mitigation efforts and science. We have never had in my life, my long career over 50 years, such a, a, an opposition to public health maxims, opposition uh, to masks, opposition uh, to vaccines, just a, a lot of absolute crap uh, in terms of different quack treatments for this disease. And I mean, it's been terrible to me to watch how people's politics have influenced how they responded and what they did about uh, this disease. We also have, uh, of course, you know, we have lack health care coverage uh, that we just don't have socialized medicine in this country and large social inequities that continue to leave some racial and ethnic groups including the black and latino populations vulnerable to both exposure to the virus and severe outcomes including hospitalization and death we have this poor job of dealing with covid and i think that when we look back on it 
Uh, it's going to be pretty embarrassing. Some of the decisions that our officials made, how they communicated those decisions to the American people, uh, and how the American people, uh, how people in Ohio, people in Cleveland responded uh, to, uh, to the authorities. And, you know, uh, I mean, Fauci, now Fauci is the boogeyman for the Republican Party, the campaigning against Fauci now. It's, uh, uh, you know, he's going to be the face. They're going to make him the face of the Democratic Party, like uh, uh, defund the police. Fauci is this year's defund the police. So yesterday on The Five, we were talking about it, this, this tone that the epidemic is behind us. Uh, more or less behind us, or is being rapidly put in the rearview mirror. And, uh, you know, how do we feel about it? What should we do now to help accelerate that process? Uh, so we'll start with uh, a couple of clips from the five, and then we can discuss it at 216-578-1100, uh, because this, this, everybody listening is an expert in what I'm talking about. Uh, it's not like there's any mystery here. We all know how we responded. Uh, the experience we've gone through, so many of us have had the Omicron uh, variant. We've been infected. We've been testing positive, and with all the humiliation and embarrassment that that carries with it. I mean, that's what I felt. I felt a, a great sense because I was such an advocate for vaccines. I felt a great sense of embarrassment that I got sick anyway. I mean, I, I didn't really get sick, but I got infected, uh, just like uh, so many millions of Americans did. Okay, so we'll start on the five, and then we'll discuss. Let's roll that up. Vaccination also. If these, these, these prohibitions, the vaccine mandate and the mask mandate go away, it will be interesting to see what happens. If the people who've been against masks and vaccines all along don't get sicker at an at accelerated rate, and then they don't die at an accelerated rate, then they were right all along. But you can't, no. you can't attribute bad faith to either side. Everybody Fauci, was I can attribute bad faith to. He says that masks don't work and that he is the science. If masks don't work, why are we masking our kids? Well, I don't know. Why did the Japanese wear masks? No, 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 no. I, I, this isn't about the Japanese. It's about our American kids. The he most was vulnerable. Trying. Come on, no, Josh. right now they're wearing masks. I want. I still okay. feel funky when I see someone without a mask around. Well, that's your issue. You it's funky. time for us to funky. be funky. You feel funky? Oh, like pulling a gang yeah. into the parliament? Funky. All right, Greg. Greg, you want to wrap this up? I would love to wrap this up. Uh, I, I think we should welcome the Democrats for coming around. Yep. That's the noble thing to do, That to say, hey, finally you guys got here. I, it could have been sooner, but we're so glad you, you finally figured it out. But now that they're taking a victory lap, I have to say that more people died under Joe Biden who had the vaccine and the therapeutics than under Trump, who had neither. Trump had the added disadvantage of Joe and Cam trashing the vaccine, which, which obviously led to tens of thousands of deaths. See, I'm doing my best impression of a liberal when Trump was president. They have blood on their hands. I haven't said that in a few weeks. So that's, that's what you would say if they're, if, if, after they take the victory lap. Um, I have an analogy. If, if, where is it? Do you ever do a school project? Yeah. And then there's one, there's one guy, uh, I did a volcano, <laughs> and there's one guy in the group who does nothing. Yes. 
But at the end, he tries to take credit for everyone else's work. Why are you looking at me? Well, <laughs> you were like that, but that's Joe Biden, right? The Republican governors, they did all the heavy lifting. They took all the risks. Yep. They decided to start the parade, you know, to end this stuff. And for him to take credit when he had no skin in the game and never did any risk assessment is wrong. I have a rule. If you didn't really help me move out of my apartment, then don't show up when the pizza's being served. You will get no slices. Right now, Joe, Joe's the guy who never shows up for work, and then he's suddenly always there at the Christmas party, hanging around under the mistletoe. <laughs> Sniffing your hair. You, sniff well, do, your you hair. Think, do you think Trump did all he could have to... Oh you can always do better. You can always do better. But the vaccine thing. He disappeared for months. He changed. Are you, wait, Trump? What are you Trump? talking about? He, no, he, he lost the election. in front of the American Trump with Biden. No. Biden was in his basement disappearing. Biden was hiding the whole campaign. After the president lost the election, he, he could have still pushed vaccines. He could well, have still said the on. epidemic is still with us. Can I mention one other thing? Yeah, go so, ahead. Uh, the Oscars have announced that there's, yes. like, there's no vaccine requirement and no yes. mass at the Oscars. I hope that is true for the staff that has to work it. Oh, good point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. The, uh, I think we cut off the beginning of that clip. But what it says essentially is that the, the pandemic is over or ending and that the world now is coming out of a kind of a cocoon. Uh, and the mask requirements and vaccination requirements are, are also going to uh, be severely de-emphasized now. Uh, but I think the big irony is, and this is a great test, because, you know, there's been a whole slice of people, uh, the public, uh, who very skeptical of uh, official, the official response to the pandemic, uh, resisting vaccines, resisting mask mandates, mandates of any kind, uh, particularly soured after uh, the lockouts, the lockdowns that, uh, that existed in, uh, in 2020 and, and into part of uh, 2021. But my feeling is that, all right, let's say that we go through and, and behave as if the, the pandemic is over. If the experts are right, and the statistics that we hear from our friends at uh, University Hospital, at Cleveland Clinic, uh, Dr. Bob here in New York, the unvaccinated are the ones who are most at risk. So if we let all of these, these precautions, masking and, uh, and, and vaccine mandates, if we let them go forward, you know who's going to get sick? It's going to be the unvaccinated. They are, I read in one survey, 90% of, uh, of the people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated, even though they're a, a diminishing portion of the population. I'm, I'm stunned by that. I'm staggered by that. The fact that uh, all these people are, are, are stubbornly unvaccinated. So let's see if they get sick. I mean, they, if they get sick, uh, then people who have been pushing vaccines are right. If they don't get sick, then maybe the, the, uh, you know, the deniers, the uh, anti-vaxxers are, are right. Uh, we also talked on The Five about the ongoing uh, so-called freedom convoy in Canada. We talked about this yesterday on the program, how it's screwing up. Uh, the bridges between Windsor and Detroit, uh, and it's having a major, major impact on workers now, not related to the uh, the convoy, uh, but who just want to go to work. And with the bridges stopped, delivery stopped because of the protest, a lot of people just, I mean, the, the 
cross-border trade, tens of millions of dollars, I think it's $400 million a day, uh, totally disrupted. Uh, here's some of the consequences of the Freedom Convoy. I must say, Jesse, that I am deeply embarrassed by the affection, the misguided affection you all are heaping. You're embarrassed by us? I am embarrassed. What a turnaround. I am embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't know you the, could uh, feel that look at do, you know that, you. do you know that in Canada, the Toyota plant and the Ford plant are already closing yeah. a whole week because these thugs have cut off thugs? the supply of parts uh, to these factories. <laughs> they have put these people out of work. How dare they? Hold it, hold it. The I government let, I let you shut talk. down the whole economy for the, a year. Don't tread on me, the Gadsden flag, War. the yellow flag with the snake. We all rally around a free personal freedom. What about that? Right, what about don't it. tread on they, me? They, they, what about didn't, they didn't burn they the have, plant they down like BLM did. They have staggered <laughs> the Canadian economy much more in terms of uh, dollar and disruption than uh, Minneapolis and the other what? Black Lives Matter. You're, right. out, of, you're so billion. out of line on that one. Of I can't believe it. You said These you can't say that. You need to have that. Say the stats. Ten, tens of millions of dollars, four hundred million dollars a day. Billions. Four hundred million a day. Okay, Added up in two and a half days. That's a billion. You Billions. These truckers are they're selfish. Good. They're hard. Self-involved. People want to be heard. They, they, you, Corral, don't you don't care about their politics. What about them? pictures of you they, every day? They cut off. They cut off. <laughs> they cut off trade between the nations. Uh, they uh, I I are affecting you. national security. And shame on them. And shame I on anyone who cheers them on. I don't think you even believe what you're saying, <laughs> I, I I do believe what I'm saying. And, and the one note, I don't know if you heard it in that clip is that the Ford plants in Canada. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And the Toyota plants in Canada, which work hand in glove with the plants across the border in uh, the Detroit, Michigan area particularly, they're, they're closed for a week now because they can't get supplies. So these people are out of work. So the Freedom Convoy, these truckers, are causing innocent, law-abiding workers at the Ford plant and the Toyota plant to lose a week's work. At least. That's assuming we get back to the normal, if they, they finally end the Freedom Convoy. It is absolutely preposterous. And the fact that uh, conservative commentators are cheering on the Freedom Convoy as if it was a great... Uh, uh, you know, Smokey and the uh, and the Bandit movie is, is really dis, uh, disconcerting to me. I, I, I really wonder. I mean, it's you want the theater or you want the, the economy to work. Uh, all right. Uh, Barb in Bedford. Uh, thank you for calling 216-578-1100. What's on your mind, Barb? Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to say, I know you came out with the fact that 90% of the people are unvaccinated, but that definition changes constantly per the CDC. I know people who are supposed to get two vaccines. 90% of the people that are unvaccinated are getting, are the ones getting, 90% right. of the people right. getting sick are unvaccinated, right. 
Right. The people getting sick are unvaccinated, but that, right. that definition of unvaccinated changes. So if you're not boosted, you're unvaccinated. If you didn't get the second shot of Moderna, you're unvaccinated. See, so unvaccinated is really something that doesn't mean anything to me personally. And so are you vaccinated, may I ask? Uh, you know, that's, that's my HIPAA right not to tell you, correct? It, it is absolutely your right not correct. to tell you. Correct. You know, my employer, should have my HIPAA right not to say anything. So, but you know what? Oh, let me, let me ask you, Hester Bark. Do you, do you think it's fair for people who are unvaccinated uh, to pay the same insurance, health care insurance rate as people who are vaccinated? But, but then again, you're saying that unvaccinated. What does that mean to you? I mean, does that mean someone who's never taken a shot or does that mean well, maybe I, one no, shot? I, I, I will grant you that at one at least one shot. I think at once you have one, one shot. shot. Yeah. Hey, you know, I I I. People should pay the same price no matter what, because this government messed with us. This government did not push any. They, they just pushed vaccines. They didn't push any therapeutics. There were plenty of therapeutics to be had, and they decided not to do that. And that's the shame. Right, now, of it when all. you say this government, do you include the Trump administration or the Biden administration? Hey, Trump had his hands tied. He tried to use. He tried as soon as he'd mentioned something. The media was on him saying, oh, we can't use that because it's a horse dewormer, even though those guys won a Nobel Prize for that, that cured river blindness in Africa. Did you hear about that, that on, uh, on uh, Joe Rogan's show? No, no. I, I You know what? I, I do not listen to Joe Rogan. I, I get my information from everywhere, from you. I listen okay. to a lot of things. I, I read Well, I am delighted, Barb, that such a smart woman uh, is, is listening to the show. And I invite you to call anytime you have an well, issue on your uh, hey, on your chest. I, I, you know what? And as opposed to the Freedom Convoy that you're saying that they're putting people out of work, our governor clo- closed us down for months, put people out of work, yeah. closed down businesses, and that was okay. How come that's okay? Well, because he's our governor? Well, because they were desperately trying to find a solution to the spread of a deadly disease, for which at that time, particularly, there was no cure, no vaccine. But, Hi, but, Barb, I've got to go. Again, I'm delight that you called and pepper pike uh, with marianne hi marianne thank you for calling what's on your mind thanks for taking my call i did see you on the fox last night and i was Mm -hmm. embarrassed and ashamed for you it looks my goodness like yes um you almost today when i'm hearing you you almost hope that the people who have not been vaccinated will get sick my husband and I, my kids and my grandkids have all been vaccinated. We've had the booster. And fortunately, none of us have had COVID. But it's absolutely ridiculous to think and that it, it, it was overdone. It was overblown. And then when you say that those truckers were thugs because some of them have not been vaccinated or don't want to be vaccinated, that is absolutely outrageous. Those have been peaceful protesters. I didn't hear you talk about the protesters that tore down statues, that burned buildings, that defunded the police. They have every right to protest. If you have seen... All right, hold it, hold it. All right, I got it, Marianne. I got it. I I appreciate your call. I absolutely 100% disagree with uh, your characterization of my characterization of the freedom convoy. When I say they are thugs, the people I am speaking about are the people who revved their engines all night, blew their horns, 
dis distracted, dis uh, uh, assailed the residents of Ottawa, then closed down the Ambassador Bridge where uh, $400 million worth of trade uh, goes across every day, put their uh, fellow working men and women out of work, have it close the Ford plant because there's no parts, having closed the Toyota plant because there's no part. Uh, parts and uh, the worst thing I think that you say, with all due respect, Marianne, because I think that you're very intelligent. I appreciate the fact that you're listening. Uh, is that I hope that there's a bad result for the people who are unvaccinated. That's a slander. That's libelous. I mean, it really was. Uh, it's horrifying. I absolutely do not. I said, if the experts are right, it is the unvaccinated who are most at risk. They want to end the mandates. We'll see what happens. What happens? They have to be careful what they wish for. We'll, maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't work out. Maybe they were right about vaccines all along. Maybe they were not. Uh, but the, it will be a Petri dish. It will be an, a great experiment. We will watch and see what happens to the unvaccinated once there is no mask mandate and no more vaccine mandate. Uh, you know, will they get sick? I mean, will they have a worse result? Uh, that's not wishing it. God forbid. I hope nobody gets sick. Jeff in Chippewa Lake, thank you for calling. What's up? Well, three things, Otto. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. The first one, the first one is uh, impeaching Biden. I don't know. I, I'm a Republican, but I can't look at uh, Pelosi as being our president. That's number one. I don't know what they're thinking. Good point. Two, Good point. Number two uh, is the truckers. The only thing they've really done, the freedom truckers, is rise raised the price of diesel fuel lately. And number three, and I can't understand why nobody, all the huge corporations, everybody in America doesn't ask for uh, Fauci's tax returns. How much money has he made over this deal? So that's what I have uh, to say. Right. right. I think those are all those are all questions. And I do believe that uh, Fauci will uh, will have like a colonoscopy uh, in terms of uh, how people check out every aspect of his professional life uh, as we go forward. Eventually, that will happen. And he deserves uh, it. I, I, he I, deserves I, well, he, he does, he does not. I don't think that that's, uh, you know, the issue is, uh, or the fact is, that he will be enduring uh, tremendous scrutiny, even more intense than he has so far, particularly when this thing is, uh, is over. It looks like it's being wrapped up. Uh, in Medina, Bob is on the line. Hey, Bob, what are you thinking about? Thanks for calling. Yeah, I was wondering, last night, <clears throat> 19 News kept flashing on the bottom of the screen. A woman in Kansas City just died in her 15-minute wait period after she got her Moderna. She was having trouble breathing. She died the next day. So if you die from the vaccine, how can the government possibly mandate this now? Right. I don't know the background. I, uh, hold, yeah, well, hold you, I can don't look, know the you can look this up. Well, I'll, I'll have all over all the right, internet now. All right, all right. Quiet down. One second. Excuse me, uh, Rob. What what's the reality? Well, yeah, I'll look for it right now. But I'll, the one thing I will say, without looking at anything first, uh, correlation does not mean causation. Okay. Uh, just because it happened 15 minutes after doesn't mean she had some pre-existing conditions beforehand. But the I'll look for it right now. She confirmed it. The autopsy confirmed it. All right. Well, all right. We, her name let's is. Talk, her name is stop Jenny talking, Evans. Ren. All right. Good. Let's look it up, Rob. Just look it up and read me a reliable. I'll go on to another caller. I'll go on to Bob and Mentor in the meantime, and then we'll hear about uh, this lady who died from her Moderna shot, says Bob and Medina. But Bob and Mentor, what's on your mind? 
Uh, yeah, I heard about your role with Sean Hannity about uh, the safe uh, uh, smoking kits for drug addicts that's distributed right, in right, New York. Right, right. And I have to agree with you 100%. I, I hate to see, um, you know, people on drugs, they're going to be on drugs. They're going to do whatever they can to stay on drugs. I mean, why, if you can uh, lessen their chances of uh, being exposed to HIV or hepatitis and other diseases, you know, why not do it? Bob, can I ask you a question? Sure. I bet your position, I bet your position is unpopular with your friends and colleagues. Yeah, I guess, you know, in the service I was around, a lot of people use drugs. And, um, you know, some people function better on drugs than without drugs. And the only time that they're, uh, they have problems with is when the authorities decide to bust them. So I'm an advocate of if people want to use drugs, um, you know, they should be all legalized. Yeah, that was, that's an interesting point. And, Bob, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Uh, the, the piece that uh, Bob is re re uh, relating uh, happened uh, with a, one of my debates with Dan Bongino on Tuesday night. Maybe we could find a clip of it, uh, in which I said reluctantly, and I, I mean that with, uh, with real reluctance, that these safe sites where junkies can shoot up and so forth, uh, they have a pilot project here in New York. Uh, they have one in East Harlem, not far from where I am, and another in uh, Washington Heights which is the neighborhood near where the George Washington Bridge uh, touches Manhattan, hits Manhattan. They have two sites, and they say that in the six weeks they've been operating, they've saved 114 people uh, who were overdosing. Uh, they, they saved them, you know, because there's this fentanyl around, as you know. Junkies don't even know what they're shooting up. Uh, a lot of them are dying. 100,000 died in the last 12 months. 100,000 is a record, uh, you know, twice what we lost in Vietnam. Uh, to all that combat, uh, there were 100,000 deaths from overdoses, most of them related to fentanyl. And so New York City, reluctantly, as Philadelphia has tried to before them, uh, opened up these safe injection sites, uh, highly controversial, as you can imagine. Um, and and I, I, I think that uh, Bob Fermento, I think that his point of view is the minority point of view, that, uh, you know, better have these sites where they, they can, lives can be saved. Uh, you know, it's... I don't want to say once a junkie, always a junkie, because that's too harsh. But uh, I, I will say that once you get into these very serious drugs, it's very, very difficult to get out. And too many people kill themselves chasing that high or just try to stay, uh, uh, stay not sick. Uh, and I, I think that better to have one of these safe insights than uh, to see them nodding out in front of a school or, you know, uh, uh, in a bus stop uh, overdosing. Um, Geraldo, uh, I do have a, yes. a little bit of a ba uh, follow-up here on Bob's uh, story here from KSHB okay. in uh, Kansas City. Uh, yes, okay. he is right. A 68-year-old woman, Janine Evans, of uh, locally in Kansas, received her vaccine at Jefferson County in 2021. Fifteen minutes later, she was complaining about uh, uh, trouble breathing, and then the next day she was dead. But that being this said, this is in 2021. Yeah, this is 2021. But you know, that being said, you know, chemo isn't exactly a, a a something that a lot of you know that it's something that people can suffer through and even die from. You know, I can't take penicillin because we have a family allergy to that. Does that mean we should get rid of that kind of stuff? We're we're uh, the numbers I'm seeing are 
infinitesimal percentage points of people who have problems with this vaccine. Is is yeah. there going to be one in a million? Absolutely, because there's there's always one in a million. But okay. yeah, this one so, person. So Bob, so Bob in Medina, with that caveat, thank you for bringing it to our attention. We think it's a, a small, a tiny minority of cases uh, where people have a, a profoundly adverse reaction to a to the vaccine. I'm a big advocate of vaccinations, as I, I probably have made very clear. Uh, is Justin still there? Justin? Uh, yes, yes. Is, is, this the, is that the mayor? I, I, I wonder. We can ask him. <laughs> Justin, are you the mayor? Not, I'd like to be, but it's not me. Sorry. Man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> too bad. Too bad. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I think the jury's out on this, mayor. But we can talk more about that in another show. So what's on your mind today? Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to... Uh, you know, the first two clips you played from the five yesterday kind of illustrate why people are siding with the truckers, because the second clip you played was a discussion on the incompetence of government. And if you're like me, every I think Joe Biden, I think the federal government in particular is totally incompetent. So I don't really feel like I'm, I'm going to cede, give them the authority to tell me what I can and can't do, because... And I think that's what you're seeing in Canada. I think the people are just saying, we don't believe this anymore. We don't believe the masking is working anymore. They don't believe a lot of things. And our government's still doing it to us. So therefore, since they're not, what else can we do except to push back on them? If you, that, That's pretty much their whole take, I'm pretty sure. But, but I, just, my, I appreciate that, and I think you're right. But my, my point is, and it was the same with Black Lives Matter, you can have whatever beef you want with the government or with the, the, your boss, uh, uh, your school, but when you start messing around with the lives of other innocent people, the way the truckers have, uh, you know, to, to, to deny the workers at the Ford plant the parts they need to keep working, the workers at the Toyota plant to have the parts they need to keep working, when you stop uh, vacationers, when you stop someone maybe has a, a health problem going across the border, uh, to get treatment. I mean, it's really, there's an arrogance to that. Uh, whether it's Black Lives Matter or the Freedom Convoy, I think that it's a, it's a, an act of ultimate self, 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 that's what I don't approve of. I wanna end by saying, I want everybody to breeze through COVID like I did. I don't care who takes credit for it. I believe strongly in vaccines. I know they're not perfect. I got that, but I believe that they are the best possible solution. I'd love everyone to get vaccinated, but good luck to you. I want you to emerge unscathed from this, uh, this awful epidemic that has preoccupied us. I'm Geraldo Rivera reporting Roadkill. Roadkill with Geraldo Rivera. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.